Welcome to the Cody Felger Podcast, a podcast dedicated to talking Colts football. Here is your host, Cody Felger. With the 59th overall pick in the second round, the Indianapolis Colts select Paris Campbell, wide receiver from Ohio State. Andrew, what can Mr. Campbell bring to this Colts offense? Well, I think the better question is, uh, Cody, is what can't he bring? <laughs> I saw Campbell, and I, I immediately thought T.Y. Hilton 2.0, and I know that there are analysts out there that thought, well, we need to get more physical, we need to get much bigger at the receiver position. I think we addressed that with Devin Funches signing, and then you, know, you have your Ebrons, who I guess is a tight end, but he is bigger in size. Um, but anyways, with Campbell, I think we're going to see a lot of similarities with, with how Kansas City used Tyreek Hill with a lot of fly uh, jet sweeps, a lot of motions, a lot of end arounds. A really similar role to, I think, how Frank Reich used Naheem Hines last season. I think Campbell will fill that role nicely. He's a guy that, um, although Chris Ballard said his route running skills maybe need to develop a little bit, uh, but in terms of taking the top off the defense, he is he's going to make a living doing that. Uh, and I think he's going to bring uh, just – and he's bigger than T.Y. Hilton. He's six foot. Uh, his Ty, I think, is five ten, if I remember correctly. So when when I see his get off at the line of scrimmage, I see his physical play. I see his ability to take the top off the defense. I see. I, I just see star written all over him. Yeah, definitely. And and you made a couple points there that I want to double back on. So you talked about how this guy. I mean, he's kind of, you know, he's not small by any means, but. He's, you know, he's going to be used probably, and it's kind of that gadget guy that we've talked about, sort of similar to Naheem Hines, Tyreek Hill type of guy. Um, but now we look at what the Colts have done. Let's look at what the Colts have done now. Two drafts in a row. I mean, last year they drafted Naheem Hines, fourth round, the fastest runner, fastest running back taken in the draft last year. And now with Campbell, they draft the fastest receiver in the draft of this year. And so it's just interesting to see how the Colts have really emphasized guys with speed. And they want guys with speed on their roster, not just with speed, but also with a lot of talent as well. Yeah, absolutely, and I think I was watching the Colts released video of inside the draft room, um, or with the next pick, or whatever it was called. That was really, really unique. I think they should do that more often. Yeah. But anyways, back to your question. Uh, with Paris Campbell, I, I, <clears throat> like I said, I just see star written all over him. Honestly, one question comes to mind: You know, who are you going to double? You know, T.Y. Hilton is is just as fast, if not uh, faster, than Campbell. Uh, with with Campbell's presence, I think it just allows. I think the coverages, defensive coverages, are going to roll more towards T.Y. Hilton, uh, and that'll free up Paris Campbell. And if you roll more towards Paris Campbell, it's going to free up T.Y. Hilton. So good right. luck. Right, definitely. And I know that you know Campbell. <laughs> Unfortunately for some Colts fans, when they see uh, the, a new draft pick wearing number fifteen, you got to make comparisons. So some people have, you know, maybe not very educated people, but some people have been like, "Oh, is he going to be like Philip Dorsett?" So I'm curious. Can you take me through what are the major major differences between these two players? Yeah, I see that, and I, I kind of think similar to what you were saying. I don't. I'm not sure if these people are very educated in terms of of NFL players, but Paris Campbell and Philip Dorsett, they're very, very different players. Jersey numbers, in my opinion, has absolutely nothing to do with it because at the end of the day, it's a different person behind the jersey. Campbell is much bigger. He's faster. Uh, he's got better route running skills, in my opinion, whereas Dorsett, when we drafted him, Dorsett was not as versatile as Campbell is. Campbell can play anywhere in the offense. 
and and I think you're going to have to be aware of where he's at at all times. Whereas Dorsett was more of a take the coverage off the or take the top off the defense, excuse me, and you weren't really as worried about Dorsett as you were T.Y. Hilton. But with Campbell, now you're. I think you have to be twice as worried with him and Hilton on the same on the same field. And and you also talked about how. You know, Campbell's not necessarily at Ohio State, wasn't necessarily used as that kind of take-the-top-off-the-defense type player. Not that he doesn't have the ability, he just wasn't used a whole lot by Ohio State. And that kind of is talking into maybe one of his weaknesses a little bit, which is route running. And what do you think he definitely needs to improve on? You know, I'm sure you've watched a little bit of Campbell, or maybe a lot of Campbell. What do you think, as far as route running, what do you think he needs to improve on? Yeah, I think in terms of the just straight up go route where just go and take the top off the defense. I think he's, he's got no problem there. He's got enough speed uh, to take care of that. But in terms of the short and intermediate routes, I watched a fair amount of his film at Ohio state and I saw a lot of bubble screens. I saw a lot of um, just short, quick slant passes. And I think he's, he's very comfortable in terms of where he's at there. I think the biggest thing he needs to work on in terms of his route running is his intermediate routes. Um, I wouldn't say that he really struggles, but he is just lightning in a bottle. You get the ball in his hands, whether it's a short route, intermediate route, or deep route, and he's a threat to take it all the way every time. But I think if he really, over time, develops his craft with his intermediate routes, I think he's going to something that's very, very special. Definitely. And you kind of look at this Colts receiving core now. I mean, you got T.Y. Hilton, obviously, who's you know that speed burner type of guy, but also can do a lot of other things for you. Then you got Devin Funchess, big body, 6'4 guy. And then now you add Campbell into the mix, who was kind of a nice complement slot receiver to those two. And then you guys got, got guys like Deion Kane, who's coming back, who's got you know kind of a bigger body. You got Chester Rogers, who's kind of a slot receiver. And then you got some other guys like Zach Pascal, who I thought had his moments last year. So this wide receiver room, all of a sudden, uh, there's a lot of competition here. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of competition, and as you mentioned uh, earlier, that is not a bad thing to have. Uh, no. So with in terms of you know, like I mentioned earlier, with cut down day or training camp, um, when we ch- you know get to choose, I shouldn't say we, when the Colts staff chooses, you know, who stays and who goes, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, based on height, based on speed, based on ability, based on uh, improvement, who you know, who they who they pick and who they don't. Yeah, definitely. One thing's for certain, it'll definitely be a lot harder to make this Colts roster in 2019 as opposed to previous years. Okay, the Colts in the seventh round now, they they, they drafted a few other offensive players, both offensive linemen. Uh, at 240 overall, they drafted Jackson Barton, tackle out of Utah. And then the seventh round um, as well, uh, pick 246, they drafted Javon Patterson, guard out of Ole Miss. What do you think these players can bring to this Colts offensive line? I mean, a very, very good unit last year, very, very improved um, from a year from 2017. What do you think these guys can bring in terms of depth for this Colts offensive line? Yeah, I haven't watched a ton on either one of them, but from what I have watched, I can tell you with Barton, he's very big, he's very physical, and when he gets his hands on you, good luck. Uh, it's sort of, you're not gonna you're not going to get out of it. Uh, but I think one thing that I did notice while watching uh, Barton's film uh, was he struggled primarily against Bull Rush, uh, which kind of surprised me because mm. because of somebody of, of his size. And then in terms of Patterson, I like his versatility. I think he can play both guard and center. 
uh, and I, I know we had uh, when Ryan Kelly went down, Evan Bain sort of stepped in, and he did a very, very nice job. Uh, and we have some versatility at the guard position in terms of, you know, Quentin Nelson and Joe Haig and a couple other players. Andrews, I think, was a, a guy that came in uh, early, late in the season. But in terms of Patterson, uh, I like his versatility. I like his physicality. I think he's not the greatest, and, and I'm going to go back and watch more film on him, but I don't think he's the greatest pulling guard. Hmm. But, yeah, another thing I noticed, too, with Patterson is his technique. Uh, he's very, very firm. Kind of reminds me a lot of Barton in terms of his, his physicality. Once he gets his hands on you, uh, good luck. You know, it's, it's very hard to break out of his his strength, his grip, I suppose. But he the, mainly what Barton and Patterson bring to this offense, I think, is depth. Uh, and I think that's, that's one of the primary focuses of this draft for Chris Ballard and company was depth. Yeah, definitely. And you know, we talked about it time and time again, like the Colts lacked depth last year. Um, and then definitely adding more depth is not a bad thing at all. So yeah, definitely look forward to how all these draft picks, the Colts drafted 10 guys overall, definitely will be interesting to see how this season shakes out with these guys. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I looked at our schedule and, and I think uh, we've got a, several primetime games and I think we have our work cut out for us, but I think uh, I think we're going to be a legitimate threat.